Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning, dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. Welcome to a most prestigious episode of Hot Takes. I'm Elijah West. With me, as always, is Brother Bishki. Eat the rich. We got Brother Lucas in the back. Nine in Wutenholten. And it wouldn't be prestige season without the one, the only, Brother Zach. Let the reels unspool. Oh, my God. And did they ever unspool yeah. tonight? Many reels. Many, many reels. Many reels up on screen. Before... We burst forth with a vomitous recollection of what we just witnessed. We got to take it to Brother Bishki. How do you get the protein as quick as possible into the bloodstream? A little schnapps. Bradtomatoes.com in Ruben Oslin's wickedly funny Palm Dior winner, mm. social hierarchy is turned upside down, revealing the tawdry relationship between power and beauty. Celebrity model couple Carl, Harry Dickinson, and Yaya, Charles. Charlby Dean, <laughs> there you go, are invited on a luxury cruise for the Uber Rich, helmed by an unhinged boat captain, Woody Harrelson. What first appeared Instagrammable ends <laughs> catastrophically, <laughs> leaving the survivors stranded on a desert island and fighting for survival. Period. Wow, that's okay. a little little too much. A little info. too much from the schnapps. That gets there. you. That gets you three quarters through it. That's yeah, true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, there's three sections. The first section deals with this couple who, as we were going in, I, I have never seen any films by this director, but now I will see all of them. Uh, Zach was telling me this is basically like a prestige, curb your enthusiasm, Larry David style of discomfort that this director creates. And holy shit, you were right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Immediately on board. This first act is all about this couple having this argument over money. And that's kind of the whole central thread of this movie is the inequality of the rich versus the poor, the ruling class versus the working class. And it all starts very small with this couple bickering. And yeah, it's pure Larry David. This is what Oslin does. If you when you go back to Force Majeure, and that movie starts out on a ski trip, and an avalanche happens, and how a husband and father reacts to the avalanche is re-examined and re-examined <laughs> yes. and re-examined, and is emblematic of how his family starts to feel about him. Right. And he just keeps exploring it and keeps unwinding the onion. And then again, he does some similar things with the art world and high society in the square, which also won the Palme d'Or. Um, so this is, yeah, this is very much in keeping with his, with his world and his tone. And um, 
I think I read recently that he wants to make his next movie on an airplane. Of course. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's... <laughs> where I mean, where the yes. entertainment systems go down of and course. people start losing their shit. Yes. Yeah. I mean, what's so beautiful to me right off the get-go is that we're taking on the fashion world in the cold open with, with these models and male models and <laughs> the level of detail. And it also has the budget to take on the Uber rich yes. at their level, you know, and then, and then just, there's so many great supporting roles. So many little tiny roles, that immaculately cast perfect details. Yeah. And so it's like, it's really in the details for me, like in terms of like the satire and just, I haven't laughed this much at a movie. <laughs> right? A long time. Yeah, and the crowd was on board. The crowd was dialed in. I knew from the second Nicole Kidman stepped in that puddle and people were just elated once again. This is a crowd that was going to go all the way with this film. Yeah. So, uh, Hothead, you're being a little silent, but I heard you <laughs> laughing in the theater. What's, what's... Yeah, no, I'm I'm nodding my head along to everything oh, nice. you're saying. He's nodding. Hell yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he was squealing. I heard it. Yeah, it was funny. It we was should have funny. a sound effect that when you're nodding on, on the lodge <laughs> like, cast. Like a, re like a cash register. Cha-ching, <laughs> cha-ching, cha-ching. Cha that means cha Lucas is, is clocking it, and he agrees, and he's, he's feeling it. Yeah, I haven't seen Force Majeure, and they also remade it with Will Ferrell, which I have not seen either. <laughs> but I wasn't the hugest <laughs> fan of The Square, which felt like much longer than the three hours that it was. Um, whereas this movie, even if it was long, it didn't feel as long because he cast beautiful people, like solid actors, even got a little celebrity cameo with Woody Harrelson as the El Capitan. Woody was having a great time. The Marxist captain. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it's hard not to like it because it is so fancy and, and glitzy and just lampooning the heck out of all these like wealthy <laughs> capitalists or just trust fund whatever and once we model, get once girlfriend. we get on the super yacht things oh, really take off we enter the super yacht with a special helicopter delivery of nutella it's beautiful this, it's this hard case that they drop into the water pelican case the yeah. whole Flight production case. to get a boat to go out and get it <laughs> and then when they open it up it's three jars of nutella and we see it served to the man who ordered it and he couldn't care less he like doesn't yeah. even touch it. He's just like, oh, okay. Nutella is here. Yeah. And the casting of that old Russian oligarch fertilizer magnate. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful oh. casting. Every time it cuts to him, he's just he's a salad dragon face. Yeah. Everything he does is amazing. And you know, our our main couple is on board and they got it for free. They they make it very clear that when you're an influencer, like the woman in the relationship is, they don't really give you money, but you get a bunch of free stuff. So they're on the yacht because she, like, as the Russian would say, her looks got you on board. Ah, and they're like, yeah, well, kind of. Yeah, basically. And they're like a little out of their element. Like they're, they're rich, but they're not like, you know, super disgusting oligarch rich. rich, like some of the other people like, yeah, there's a British couple. I, I don't know. You get, you get introduced to the, the British couple. Also, like you think they're this sweet old couple. And then you discover the husband was in the business 
of landmines, landmines, and hand grenades. I loved how he worded it. He was like personal. What did he call it? It was like the vaguest like thing. It was like yeah, personal explosive, personal defense mechanism or something. <laughs> Upholding like, democracy. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's like the wife is like landmines, my dear. Yeah. So <laughs> a toast to love. A toast to love. There's there's all sorts of funny little little character work. The Jane Lynch style head of the staff. We she's, got a good upstairs downstairs going on. So right. good. She's so good. Like her pet me up of the, the crew and they all like start, start like clapping together it's at the so same great. time. And yeah. And the, the, I believe it's the oligarch's wife in her mind. She's having such a good time that she wants one of the crew members to get in the hot tub and enjoy herself. And oh. she's not allowed to do that. So she basically short circuits trying to say no and yet because they're not supposed to ever say no to the right. to the clientele yeah. and so you see it on her face just this customer service hell yeah that just unfolds if you've ever done any sort of work in customer service food service anything where the customer is always right this movie will speak directly to the mm. darkest center of your soul yeah the level of awkwardness and embarrassment you have to deal with with these with these ridiculous customers yeah. and just the the amazing satire of the fact that she widens it down she's like i want to see all the crew swim i want to see all the crew go down the water slide yeah it interrupts everything and it fucks everybody's life up they go around to everybody on the crew people are just taking their break and it's like you got to get your swimsuit on because a customer wants to see everybody go down the water slide <laughs> and that is I'd say the first dragon. And I also need to claim it as a Bishki bathroom blooper. What? They went down a water slide? Bishki's bathroom bloopers. Sorry. Bishki, I predicted. Lucas, back me up on this. Yeah, he did. The he sec- called it. The second we sat down, I'm like, Bishki's going to have such a blooper during this one. <sighs> and it was foretold. Bishki sauntered away. And that's when they rounded up everybody to get in their swimsuits. The entire crew gets in a line, depressed as fuck. <laughs> and they all go down the water <laughs> oh, slide man. one by one. Very close together because they have a lot of people to go through. And while this is happening, they're teeing up. Woody, who we have not seen, we've only heard he won't behind the door. He won't leave his quarters the whole time. And they're also teeing up that the dinner, the captain's dinner, gonna spoil because while they're swimming, they've got all this fish and seafood just sitting (laughs) out. It's just gotta sit out. Yeah. And there's inclement weather moving in. Yeah. And Woody insists that they have the dinner on this night. Yeah. Because he's a trickster and they gotta eat anyway. He wants a little chaos. So. Another thing you missed, Bisky, which you made up for, but the first shot of Woody in his captain's uniform standing in <laughs> the dining room to greet the guests, the whole ship tilts to the side and it's like smooth criminal. He's like <laughs> Michael Jackson, like bent all the way to the side. Everything is askew and you just know shit's going to go down. The entire center of this movie is a salad dragon. It's yes. the dragon of the year. Double dragon. It's the dragon of the fucking year. What what's going to top this? What the fuck is going to top I, this? I yeah. I was, you know, 
I have really been holding on to the gooey handshake from, uh, you know, 3,000 3, years. years. Yes. I've been holding on to the square footage measurement of Justin Long and Barbarian. Nothing touches this. This no. is the the grandmama of dragons. It's an this extended is, salad it's a sweet. symphony. Yeah, it's a symphony. And there are so many movements, as it were, <laughs> yeah. in this symphony. They start chowing down on the fanciest food. They got caviar. The oysters are trouble they from got the get-go. Oysters yeah. with caviar on them. And then shit just starts getting weird. They the, It's like nothing's cooked. It's all raw. And they yeah. and they stop identifying it after a while. It's just like a pile of gelatinous. Yeah. <laughs> they can't get their fork into because something it's, the the ship is rocking and banging against the waves. The sound design is the sound is spectacular. It's incredible. And <laughs> yeah. you can see that people are starting to sweat a little bit. Yeah, you can see them like getting that, you know, I'm about to vomit <laughs> like feeling and like <laughs> I need to drink some water. I need to do something to and the the staff is like keep stuff down. You should keep eating in order to not experience this on an empty stomach. This is a help. peak, a peak moment that has a through line throughout the film that you kind of pointed out earlier, where you just have to nod and say yes when some <laughs> and pretend everything is okay. Right. When when the right, you know, the truthful thing is you're making me uncomfortable. Yes. I don't want to do that. And I want to go back and fin and complete my job. I'm going to get in trouble. But you can't say anything. So no, yes, no, yes. Yes. And then in the dinner service, it's like everyone from the guests to the staff, everything's fine. Everything's have a ginger fine. candy. Oh, just have a little more champagne. Thank you for no joining us wanting, tonight. Yeah, no one's wanting to say, I'm feeling really terrible. I got to go to the bathroom right now. Like... Everyone is just sitting there smiling, sweating, holding it in like, here, ma'am, why don't you just, if you eat a little something now, you'll feel better. There's someone scrubbing vomit off the window in the, the outside. The first, <laughs> the first sign of trouble, a man gets up, excuses himself from the dinner room, and on his way out, you see a little, little bit of chowder come up. And people are kind of looking around like, oh, well, you know, it is a yacht. You know, people are bound to get sick. We'll carry on. And then shit goes south real fast. Like you said, Zach, he, he that dude goes up on the upper deck and pukes over the side. The puke hits the side of the window. And in a real nice detail, they squeegee it <laughs> they off. They squeegee <laughs> it off to show that the, the crew still cares. The, the crew still cares. They're trying to clean the vomit up as quickly but as possible. people just start puking. It becomes a sea-bound vomitorium. Mm -hmm. And you see it sticks with one woman and she just keeps throating down caviar and then she tries to hold it in but she tries to hold it down by drinking champagne after champagne <laughs> and that shit just mm. bubbles up and it goes everywhere it goes all over the table people are puking there's a baby there's a baby in the dining service that's crying and this is just the beginning. Get, mm -hmm. Getting everyone out of the captain's dinner and puking and and back to their quarters is just the beginning of the of the symphony. Yeah, I mean that's the first movement. They, it's pretty this, visceral. Yeah, the sound design, like the clinking of glasses, and yeah, the crying baby. It's enough to make anyone nauseous. And the know, second let alone tilting from side to side. The second movement is when it starts coming out the other end. And we see sweaty people on the toilet puking and shitting at the same time. Loose, loose breasts are flying out of Just undergarments. Greasy, uh, puke covered 
undergarments. A toilet blows up at one point. The power is short-circuiting, yeah. And uh, the Russian oligarch and Woody are up in the captain's quarters locked away. Well, they're going bar for bar on (laughs) capitalist versus Marxist quote (laughs) quotables and getting just completely shit-faced with each other. And they're using the yacht-wide intercom PA system to just speak into and have their drunken argument into. And so as everybody's puking and shitting their guts and brains out, <laughs> they're just hearing these two fucking drunkards going at it and laughing their asses off. I mean, it's a sustained masterpiece in the middle of this movie. Like I couldn't believe it. I couldn't it believe what going. I was seeing. It just keeps keeps topping itself. It keeps going. Shit is is literally streaming down the halls after the cleaning staff in like a choreographed sequence is scrubbing the floors. Then comes the next wave. You and you, know? like, and it's yeah. it's amazing that you see the cleaning staff approach this as if it's nothing they haven't seen before, and it's nothing like clockwork. Yeah, it's nothing they can't handle. Like, like this is just a, this is just a Thursday for them. You know, which, again, what people like terrible shit that people just put up with as normal. And that's that, right. The thread continues the whole time. The, and it keeps going <laughs> yeah. because daybreak comes and we see some pirates approaching, <laughs> approaching the ship. And in a piece of very tidy irony, a grenade is thrown up on the deck right where the grenade and landmine magnets are standing and she picks it up and she's like is this one of ours dear and then you see just a wide of the ship and just this boom well first there's like a small poof and i was just like i was like that's a small grenade and then the entire massive explosion the entire half of the ship blows yeah, up yeah and then we move to the third section which is a movie in and of itself as it is well. yeah and yeah well we need to talk about this section People are just doing fucking donuts around Dude's here. Got Holy so shit. much rumbling coming out of his car. He's setting drifted. all the other to- alarms off. Tokyo drifting. He knows we're about to talk about Act Three, and he's like, "Fuck yeah, the island!" So they get to the island. It says like a few hours later, and most of our cast, we assume, has perished. So now we're basically thrust into this island survival adventure, which. Hmm. It it carries it carries the th- same themes, but the tone changes quite a bit because now we are just stuck with these folks, and they have to figure out what the new hierarchy is and how to survive. The only person who knows how to make a fire and catch a fish is the toilet manager. Yes. And she quickly decides that she's in charge of the operation. She decides that she's the captain now, and she makes them all say it. Which yeah. is, I think the the audience was really loving that shit when she grilled up that octopus that she caught and they divvy it up and the Jane Lynch super type A head of the crew is there and she's like not liking how she's dividing it up. It's like one for you guys, one for me, one for you guys, one for me. And she makes each person say that she's the captain. And when they do, she tosses them another piece of octopus. <laughs> it's incredible. So what were you guys feeling during this? Did you think, did you feel like you were in another movie or were you yeah, rolling well, with it? I mean, like you, once you lose the surroundings of these rich people, you lose a lot of the satire, I thought. Like you're just on an island. Right. And mm-hmm. it's just survival. So there's not as much to 
make fun of really like because they're well they're so useless though i mean that's kind of what we're making fun yeah of. yeah yeah and i get that the power dynamic shift on the island and and then that, beauty, but, beauty has a whole nother currency on the island. I mean, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the captain starts wanting to sleep with the pretty boy who is yeah. our main fellow. And he's basically like, uh, you know, I got to eat. What am I going to do? He just starts sleeping with her for, for, free, for pretzels. Yes. She's doling out pretzels. Things. So he becomes the captain's trophy husband, as it were. And that's all going down in like this safety boat, this like giant orange submarine looking thing, which is... Which can hold 24 <laughs> individuals, but there's only like two people allowed. Or... That, ever, that ever use it. <laughs> I know what you're saying, Bishki. It's like the, the satire isn't as sustained on the island because it's just kind of interpersonal relationships. There's, yeah. It and there's, becomes more survival. Yeah, it's just yeah. survival. And, you, and you've, you've established some characters, but you haven't gotten real in-depth with them. So it's, right. it's a little hard to to do what you were doing on the cruise. Like the cruise is just mm, such a gold mine. <laughs> so good. Yeah. But now we're getting, you know, now we're getting into a new thing about like, you know, what is valuable, you know, yeah. out of con out in a different context. Yeah. Right. And, and you get down to, I mean, we, we've got killing animals and cave paintings at one point. And yeah. like, I mean, um, I, I'm with you. It does change. Yeah. Um, but to me, it remained interesting. I mean, because it's, power dynamics shifted and a new rela the relationships changed and the new currency was created and um you know everything else had to be left behind i would just say it could have been more succinct maybe it, it, it did seem to go on a little long on the island Got I a thought. little long in the two yeah i, I kind of echo what bishy's saying is i i love the the yacht the middle segment was my favorite yeah and then by the time we got to the island i was like man i wish we had stayed with Carl and his girlfriend as the as our like right, audience we, surrogate because right, we right. lost him. So it doesn't feel cohesive. I'm kind of just like seeing these vignettes, which is funny. I am laughing, but I am also yawning and I'm like, you know, not as invigorated. Well, and a super yacht puke fest is something you don't see every day. Yeah. And once uh, you hit that peak, like where do you go? Where do you go? <laughs> Island survival. We've seen that. Yeah, gazillion, gazillion you know, times. Yeah, since we were born, we've been seeing that. <laughs> for for sure, I I just I I don't totally disagree, but I but I do think, given the context of where we came from, and where how this movie has us looking at people's stature and what their value is, to now re-examine that in this new space, sure. I think is to me was very interesting and entertaining. Our lead guy, he just very. He just goes along with whatever he's thrust <laughs> right. into. He really does. Uh, you know, he's he's this model, and you just kind of shape him and tell him where to go and how to walk, and he puts up with a lot of shit, even when he doesn't want to. He very, very quickly and comfortably slides into being the kept boy. He loves it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he loves it. So it turns out that the other side of the island that they have landed on is a luxury resort, and they encounter this elevator that opens and you hear the telltale signs of a high-end resort it's just the <laughs> beckoning them and it's the main woman in our central relationship and the captain that go hiking together so they're off on their own they encounter this this elevator and you can tell that the captain is like not wanting to go back to reality because here on the island she's number one she's the matriarch as she looks into that elevator, 
she thinks to herself and she's like, you know, I have to go pee pee and then we'll go. She's looking at the woman from behind and just you're like, what the fuck is about to happen? She picks up a rock and just starts creeping towards her and thoughts of, you know, this is the woman that's standing in the way of me being with this guy. This is also the only other woman on the island who knows about this. This is also me going back to my former life. And this woman standing for everything that is keeping her down. And as she's creeping up with the rock, the woman says to her without looking back, you know, maybe when we get back, I can help you out. You could work for me. You can be my assistant. All this shit leading up to her raising the rock but stopping and then there's a hard cut and we see our dude running through the jungle running 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 and then it's over Mm -hmm. what does it mean not a slam dunk of an ending schrodinger's cat (laughs) schrodinger's girlfriend you could have ended right before the last shot you could have ended on her raising the rock and done, done a hard cut to the music right um, it's just one more shot, and yeah. so we. But can, what do we? What do we think? Like of what, that one shot? What is what? Why is he running? Like what is I, going? on? I thought he was running because he realized that his his matriarch was going to murder his ex girlfriend. How would or, he know that though? I think because he was like, "Do you want me to go with you?" And she's like, "No, I need time alone with her." And he probably just like realized like she's in danger. I gotta go save her or like stop her. But but I, he seemed like he was motivated. He, he didn't seem like he was running from something. I think he, I, here's what I think. Okay. There was a guy selling like knockoff watches and hats right. that made his way over to them. And it almost felt like a dream. Right. And because we didn't know about the other side of the island then. So I thought, did he come in off a boat? They must be closer to civilization than they think. Right. And the only person that he, that guy we see him interact with is this woman who's a recovering stroke victim who can only say one German phrase. Right. And so she's trying to get the guy to be like, hey, we need help here. And he thinks she's coming on to him in a weird way. So he leaves. Um, I have a feeling that our main character found out that where they are and right. he was running to tell to let the ladies know. Right. Um, but we're seeing someone kind of running, you know, violently frantically. And so yeah, maybe, I mean, maybe it's both. Maybe he did suspect that she might, the matriarch might kill, mm-hmm. but now he has the information that would make it all not necessary. So that's why he's running. Yeah, like, it's possible maybe also we could, we could, maybe he, he really likes, he likes how things are on the right. island as well, and he doesn't want them to go back to it's what It's also they were. possible this writer-director didn't know how to land the ship, huh? Huh? Maybe? It's possible. Like maybe. I say, it's one shot. It was a smack in the face, though. When that, when that credit came up, I was like, ooh. Yeah, it didn't hit, ooh. it didn't quite hit, because, hmm. because, again, had he just not had that last shot and he just ended with her raising the rock, it would have accomplished pretty much the pretty same thing. Pretty much. Yeah. I don't know. And would have been a little a little bit more of a of a sharper Maybe. finale. Maybe. Hmm? Okay. Well let's uh let's find out about it in those sadness bones. Hmm. 
Brother Bishki, you are first to bone. First to bone. Well, first off, I just want to say rest in peace, Charles B. Dean. Oh, no. Yeah. What? She passed away shortly before the movie came. Who out. was who? who was she, this? She Our was lead the, actress. The lead oh, actress. Oh, shit. Yeah, no. She was. What? Uh, yeah, she yeah. passed away, and she had she, some. It was like a infection, a in, lung infection, lung infection. It was a freak thing. Oh, that COVID? sucks. So it sucks. No, it wasn't. No, I think she had she had a previous accident and like lost her spleen, and so anyway, she got to be a part. Not of to the bring it down too much. Premiere can not yeah. to bring it into sadness yeah. too much, but it's sad because I think she gives a really she great, was great, great, great performance. And yeah. I think all the performances in this movie were exceptional. Yeah. Um, and tonight I've been introduced to a major comedic talent <laughs> in Ruben Osland. Um, yeah. Definitely going back and watching at least his last two films. Yeah. No, the first two thirds of this film, I was like riding high on, <laughs> on uh, you know, Lodge Master and I talk of going on cruises. Oh, yeah. You know, a lot a lot of it for the dark humor. That's getting we, more and more well, real every day. Encounter. TCM's got a cruise with Chevy Chase and Richard Dreyfuss this November. Ooh. This November? Oh, shit. Yeah. No, we go a lot. We want to do a Christian rock cruise. I don't know. Yes. We, we, there's a lot of different cruises. I thought you had. were going to say... You would ask the listeners, would you go on a Lodge Cast cruise? Well, that's Lodge at Sea has also been an idea. Or maybe <laughs> you just uh, Venmo us money so we can go on the cruise and then do we'll a special on oh, location. That's a great grift. Episode. I like that. Mega grift. rich. The Roger cruise. Ebert and Gene Siskel <laughs> Memorial Cruise. Yes. And we'll get LT on there too. It'll be a stowaway. But cruises, I think, are ripe for satire. and, and They this, really are. This yeah. one. This one nails it. Um, I was loving every scene. And then, yeah, then we get to the the island, and it does become kind of its own movie. But, you know, I, I was still having laughs. It reminded me of, like, Fire Festival. You kind of love to see these people suffer a little yeah. bit. And, and uh, yeah, I was, I was very high on my bones for the first two-thirds, at least. And then didn't, qu you know, quite think they landed the ship. I thought it got... That you know, grenade blew some bones I, off of your bone ship? That once they started going back and forth on, like, Marks and Reagan, and, and it got a little preachy, like, in terms of the <laughs> the, the last third. is like, I get it. I, I, I kind of get it. I get this shift in power dynamics. I get, you know, the... You know, you don't have to kind of... Sometimes they just kind of spelled it out a little bit. Right. Too much for my taste. Sure. But... Three solid bones for me. I had a wonderful salad dragon experience. Oh, God. It was so and, tasty. Uh, and many, many laughs. More laughs than I've had for a long time. So That salad dragon was tasty going down and coming up. So it may rise with time, but three bones for right now. And I'm going to see this Ruben Oslin's films because he's a hell of a talent. Three bones from Brother Bishki. And brother Lucas, what you gonna do? I once got sick on a boat. It was the ferry from Long Beach Harbor to Catalina Island. I know it well. I got sick on that one. And nobody told me you're supposed to eat like a hearty big breakfast because you don't get seasick, I guess, <laughs> if you have a full stomach, like they said in the movie. But yeah, I had no breakfast. No caviar? and No uh, ginger? <laughs> no ginger candy. And normally I would be on like the roof upper deck, like outdoors, but it was like cold or rainy that day. So I was like inside Ooh. sitting down Yeah. and I started to feel a little bit, you know, like sweaty, like my mouth started watering. It's I was hard like, to come back from that. Yeah. It felt like I was underwater, even though I was like, you know, above, above, above it. And yeah, as we were pulling into port, I couldn't hold it. Like I had to oh, no. run into the bathroom 
which was like, I think single use. Yeah. And I stood over the sink and yeah, projectile vomited into the sink and <laughs> had to kind of pull myself together and clean up. Oh, and, and get uh, ready for the glory of Catalina. Yeah. Mm. And then when I disembarked, I promptly fa- found a, a palm tree on the beach to like lie down under and I slept for like <laughs> two or, you know, three hours or something. I might've been hungover. I can't remember the details, but I got in trouble. You know, my girlfriend at the time was with her family and I wasn't being like <laughs> a good boyfriend or whatever. That's great. Uh, yeah. Um, so this movie brought back those memories, which is great. I had forgotten about it and uh just taking a nap yeah and the the Russian Ogliark uh actor was great and that really kept me going and so I was glad that he was on the island at least because because he was definitely a great character yeah uh I just wish there were like traditional like like Carl and the girlfriend Yaya are like the leads for us to kind of follow through and they kind of are but I guess they got lost a little bit um Abigail does become a bit of the lead. Yeah, it does shift. It does feel like two different movies a little bit. And I'm such an old school, like Hollywood. uh, Hollywood hothead. Three act structure, you know, film bro. It always like, yeah, makes it more challenging for me to kind of uh, get into the like broad kind of approach. (laughs) I'll give it two and a half bones. (laughs) All right. Lucas, give it two and a half for prestige season. All right, brother Zach, let him loose. Well, real quick, I feel it's worth mentioning. It was like a mini, it was a crouton, I think. Mm. Crouton. That Russian oligarch, when his dead wife washes ashore. Yes, crouton and he's hold, central. he's holding her tightly. That yes. was a metaphor. And then we realize he's taking off her jewelry, her watch, <laughs> her ring, and her necklace. And he he's can't grieving. hold her necklace. So he, he uses his forehead to prop up her neck and then use his hands to take the necklace off. It was masterful and he's, physical he's quietly like, putting all of those items in his shoe for safekeeping. Yeah. Now, was he real quick? Was he, he was on the cruise with his wife and his girlfriend together, right? I thought it was his daughter, but I guess girlfriend, probably. Probably, That, yeah. makes, I, more that makes more sense. I thought it was his girlfriend, too. I thought that was his his, his mistress. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's, that's bigger satire, I guess. Yeah. I think that's what it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I love both of the other films uh, from him that I've seen. He's one of my my favorites uh, of the last five, six years. He's just very skilled at, like I say, like finding some very awkward truth in society and just relentlessly examining it. Yeah. And squeezing all the <laughs> juice out of the fruit. All the bile. This is a must-see. I would um, say so. It yeah. is uh, the dragon of the year w- <laughs> herein. And uh, I don't think I was as let down by you guys, but I uh, by the island, but um, I do agree. Um, it was a little long in the tooth, and uh, the ending didn't quite... I wanted an ending that just really was a home run because right. the rest of the movie... I, I it just would have elevated the whole thing maybe not maybe not to four, but I think I I want to go three and a half but mm-hmm. I I, I the, the ending was just mm. a, just wasn't quite honed as sharply as the rest of the film. Um, I think his other two films are three and a half, so I think this one's a three. But I I, I 
this film is in some ways next level for him right. as, a, as a filmmaker. So it, it's in many ways as enjoyable and leveled up. I just think maybe the other two are just a little more, uh, a little sharper. You can do uh, a Bishki style yeah. and say three for now. You know, I'm going to say three with a Brother Ben bump. Oh, there it is. It's a Brother Ben bump, y'all. Three and a half Boom. to kick off prestige season. You may as high well. You may as well. Note. Yeah. Let's start here and let's go onward let's climb through to, a great let's have a great prestige let's season. Climb guys. to Avatar the Way of Water. <laughs> yeah, well that's, that's a great that's a flight for you on your own. Okay. That's but a great I, pep talk, Zach. Yeah. It's just like the, yeah. the lady on the ship. It's like, let's have a great prestige season. Let's <laughs> money, do it. Money, <laughs> money, 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 money. <laughs> All right, so that's three and a half with that Brother Ben bump. You know, I was three and a half pretty consistently, and I was spiking real hard during that Salad Dragon sequence. I mean, is that f 30 minutes, 40 minutes of Salad Dragon? Like when the that? power goes out and they're walking down the dark corridors with the like flashlight. It's just people. an all-you-can-eat <laughs> Salad Dragon buffet. You yeah. just keep cramming, and yeah. cramming it into your mouth. I was a bit let down by the third section. I felt like I was not seeing the new exciting things I, I was used to at that point. And so I can't go three and a half, but I'm going to go three meaty, meaty prestigious bones, prestige your enthusiasm, <laughs> loved it, had a great time and laughed harder and more than I have in most. You know what? I'm going to Brother Ben bump this. Oh! It's a Brother Ben bump, y'all. 3.5. I mean, did you... Did think you, of all the laughs. Did you I just think had about a great the donkey's time. wail when you were... I did. I did. <laughs> was that what got you the to The donkey sequence was great. And just the sound of the donkey for 20 minutes before we discovered what that creature was. I really can't complain too much about this film. It's three and a half for me, folks. That's prestige season done right. Mm -hmm. It's prestige season launched strongly, and I can't wait to see what's next, folks. It's the Palm Dior. Yeah, that's right. That's mm. right. He's locked. He's the in. double palm. I mean, I mean, come on. Has anyone done that before? Probably I, not. Yeah, Insane. I think the Dardens. I mean, there's probably. I think you got to be French to go double double palm. Sure, but, yeah, sure. Yeah. But he's uh, he's not. Yeah. No, I'm gonna see. I'm going to schedule screenings for his next two films very soon. And we got many, 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 many more prestigious films coming up. Yes, we do. And send us your money so we can take that cruise. <laughs> yeah, we're taking donations. Lodge cruise. Lodge cruise, y'all. Bitcoin, baby. <laughs> yeah, we, we do accept Bitcoin. Lodgecoin. Doge and Lodgecoin. Lodgecoin. <laughs> you may have me interested in, in the blockchain for you the first time. You may want to invest. Wow. You may want to Lodge invest. Lodgecoin. Yeah. You've heard it here first. Once the Web3, baby. entire crypto market is crashed, we will start lodging. That's when we swoop in. <laughs> NFTs coming soon. That's yeah. right. That's right. Brother Zach, thanks for embarking on this cruise with oh, us. Yeah, it was my yeah. pleasure. I'll, I'll see you boys in, in uh, Web3 at the virtual lodge. That's yeah. right. Love and lodge coin.
It's an extended <laughs> salad. It's a sweet symphony. Yeah, it's a symphony. <laughs>